Good evening. Tonight we'll continue with our Brahma Vihara practice. I turned the lights down to get us ready for meditation. Um, and tonight we're going to look at the Brahma Vihara of equanimity. And uh, on Tuesday, Bhante talked about equanimity in a couple different aspects um, and touching some on the aspect of equanimity as a Brahma Vihara. So I'll talk a little bit more and uh, maybe some repeat and some additional information. And then we'll take some time to practice. I want to start out with talking about equanimity between the cats. (laughs) So the update is (laughs) that, that the older guy whose name is Sparky, he's not so Sparky anymore, but that is his name, is developing some equanimity. (laughs) He's kind of realizing that the little girl, Iris Bonita, is her name. I wanted to call her Bonita. My husband wanted to call her Iris, so it's Iris Bonita. Um, He's kind of realized that she's, she's here to stay, whether he likes it or not. And he started to calm down around her Um, when she's in the proximity. He actually goes to sleep, which is like a big step that he can calm down enough. The reactivity is down enough that um, he can sleep when she's around. So that's, that's equanimity for Sparky. Iris Bonita just so wants to connect with Sparky. And it makes me think about all of us uh, living beings. We just want to connect, right? We have this deep yearning to connect. And, and the Brahma Viharas are all about how do we connect um, in a balanced, beautiful kind of way. So what uh, Iris Bonita has learned to do is she sticks out her little paw. She sits on the couch near him. She sticks out her little paw and just puts it on top of his paw. and he tolerates it like this is huge (laughs) so Sparky and Iris Bonita are working out their relationship (laughs) Um, it's slow it kind of is sometimes for us living beings right to work out like how do we get along with other living beings and how um, do we develop connection with equanimity so We'll now switch into the human realm, leave our kitty cats for the time being. So the equanimity Brahma Vihara, this one has a different feel than the other three. The first three of metta, compassion, karuna, and mudita, appreciative joy, those three are very warming. And the equanimity Brahma Vihara is... um, described as more uh, cooling, in a positive way. (laughs) Um, Analio describes, Jill might have mentioned this, Analio describes uh, Brahma Viharas like the phases of the sun, and Metta's like the midday sun shines on everything. Um, Compassion's like the, the sunset, right? There's this poignancy um, and beauty, a quiet beauty, right? And then appreciative joy, you may be able to guess, is like the sunrise. 
you know, that, that new energy in that. And then equanimity is like the moon. So, um, with equanimity, what we're doing is we're rooting out um, any attachment that we've developed during the first three. So, any way that when we're uh, wishing people well, when we're um, caring about their suffering, when we're appreciating their joy, any time that uh, any any of this, <laughs> I use this uh, a lot. Any of this that gets in there. Like any way that our metta becomes um, conditional, any way that that the suffering falls into maybe despair or or, a, or or some way that there's this holding on that 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 we that the suffering must go, <laughs> that there's not space to hold the truth of it. Appreciative joy, any clinging to the happiness that we and others experience. So with equanimity, we're developing this heart that can hold life as it is, that can hold the full range of joy and sorrow in our own lives and in the lives of others. So it's really about, um, it really adds depth to the other three, and the other three cannot reach their fullest expression without equanimity. So specifically, when we're talking about other people, I think of equanimity as um, a form of respect. It's really respecting that, that each person has their own life to live, their own destiny, and that we, um, we respect that. We respect their sovereignty. We give them space from our demands about how they should be and how their life should work out. The traditional phrase is, um, you are the owner of your karma. Your happiness and sorrow depend upon your actions and not my wishes for you. Now, if we don't have a deep understanding of karma, that can seem like a slap in the face. <laughs> like... You're on your own, buddy. (laughs) Um, But if we have an understanding of karma, we see that this is actually empowering others to make good decisions for their life. Karma basically is is a law of cause and effect that how we live our lives has real consequences in our happiness. And it's not the only thing, but it's, it's important. And so when we say you are the owner of your karma and your happiness and sorrow depend upon your actions and not my wishes for you, we're letting go of any. We're, um, we're understanding the limits of what we can do. That's another way of putting it. We're understanding the limits of control really great in like close relationships to develop this quality because sometimes the close relationships we want to we really want the other person to be the way we want them to be and equanimity is releasing that 
the Buddha might, if he were alive these days, he might call it appropriate boundaries. It really is. It's about the appropriate boundaries and that these appropriate boundaries um, um, prevent us from, from burning out in our care. They prevent us from smothering others and trying to control them. They bring in spaciousness, so equanimity as spaciousness, a spacious, a wide and spacious heart. That's uh, the quality of letting go, is a spacious heart, big heart, lots of room in there for things as they are. So that's one aspect of equanimity, is this um, non-attachment to the results of our wishes for others. Notice that I said non-attachment, I didn't say detachment. The near neighbor is detachment, indifference. Like, oh, well, you have your life to live and, <laughs> and kind of a disconnection, right? That's pseudo-equanimity. That's not equanimity. Real equanimity is harder than detachment because real equanimity, we're sticking in there and we're caring. We're caring and connected and we're we let go. The other way that sometimes equanimity is looked at is impartiality, and that we are um, attempting to develop this kind of unconditional love, unconditional care, um, equally to all beings. So without a partiality towards those we like or those that um, agree with us, but actually towards all beings. There's a, in the Vasudhi Maga, the um, commentaries, there's a little test that's sometimes given to people when they do Brahma Vihara practice. So the test is you're with, you're out in the woods on a journey in the old days, you know, traveled through the woods. It's you, your benefactor, easy person, family or friend, neutral person, and quote-unquote difficult person. I say quote-unquote because a person isn't inherently difficult, right? They're difficult for you. Um, So, but we use the shorthand. So, self, benefactor, good friend, neutral person, and um, difficult person. And you guys get um, overrun by bandits. And the bandits say, um, they'll let everybody go, but you have to sacrifice one person to them. So who do you sacrifice? Now, if you haven't practiced um, meditation, that's a no-brainer. <laughs> the difficult person, right? Like, if you haven't you know, cultivated the heart, it's a difficult person. If you're a spiritual person, maybe you're thinking, I should sacrifice myself. That's not the right answer either. (laughs) (laughs) The right answer is you can't decide. Because everybody's equal. 
Wow, iku. <laughs> Let's see here. It's getting late. I should probably wrap up. Um, <laughs> um, I'm sure you've heard that the Brahma Viharas are, are like um, different ways we might relate to children. Metta is like a newborn. Uh, compassion's like how you might relate to a child that's harmed. Uh, mudita, maybe a teenager finding their their energy and creativity. Um, and uh, equanimity is like the child that leaves home. You know, when the child leaves home, you can't. You know, we don't have the same influence <laughs> anymore. There's, you have to honor their life and their own destiny. Okay. Hmm. I love the equanimity uh, meditation. When we were deciding who was going to do which one, I immediately said, I'll do equanimity, even though it's the last week (laughs) when we're more tired, right? Because I love to... um, I love to help us really understand... There's one other thing I want us to really understand. This is not about um, trying to wish that your people um, are more equanimous. This is about freeing our hearts. So all the Brahma Viharas are about developing our own heart. And equanimity is about that the freedom of the, of the contracted heart that wants something. It's a spacious heart that can land right in the midst of whatever is true and connect with spaciousness. So, let's look at some phrases. There's some that um, are out front. I think I'll just read a few. And what I'm going to encourage you to do is to see if there's one that resonates for you. One that that has that feeling of... And um, then you can use that one. And then once we start... I'm going to do that in a minute. But once we start, traditionally we do equanimity first for the neutral person because there's the least amount of attachment there, usually. And we want to start easy. All the Brahma Viharas start easy. Um, I'm going to have us start with ourselves, though, because um, many of us are used to starting our meditation with ourselves. And then we'll go to the neutral. And the way we're going to do it is that we'll do ourselves, neutral person, um, some friend, Benefactor, somebody pretty easy. And then we'll end with somebody who you love to control. <laughs> so we'll, we'll pull in at the end somebody that, that you could really use some equanimity, some letting go. Might be your children, might be your best friend, might be your spouse. Um, And what we'll do with each person is we'll start with establishing a connection, 
using your favorite Brahma Vihara, you can choose whatever makes most connection with you. So we'll establish that connection because we want to make it clear that equanimity is connected. And then after we do that, that Brahma Vihara for a while, then we'll bring in the equanimity and see like what that does to the heart. Okay, so I'm going to read a few phrases and just see if any of them resonate. All beings are, no, you are the owner of your karma. Your happiness and sorrow depend upon your actions and not my wishes for you. I honor that you have your own path. I care for you, but I can't control your happiness or unhappiness. No matter how much I might wish things to be otherwise, things are as they are. Or just things are as they are. I respect your sovereignty. I release my attachment to how things are for you. I respect that you have your own life to live. So we'll move into our meditation. And starting with ourselves, I think a good phrase you can consider any of the others if they feel right for you, but this one might work. (laughs) May I hold the joy and sorrow of my life in a wide, spacious heart. So let's um, move right into the practice. So we can start with whatever Brahma Vihara we love to connect with for ourselves. Maybe the, maybe metta, connecting with our own goodness and wishing ourselves well. Maybe compassion, caring about the suffering in our life. Or maybe appreciative joy, appreciating all the success and happiness and beauty that is available in our lives. So just have a few minutes of connecting in the way that you've found most useful.
most connecting. Just enjoying and savoring the, the beauty of these wishes, this connection. Allowing yourselves to receive metta, karuna, mudita. If you wish, bringing in an equanimity phrase, one that I mentioned or you like, or here are a couple of options. May I hold the joy and sorrow of my life in a wide, spacious heart. May I open to how it is right now. Things are as they are. If it starts feeling too cool, you can go back to a little metta or the other Brahma Viharas. Bring in that warmth and connection and then bring in an equanimity phrase again. And play around, see what the right ratio is for you.
Equanimity is what makes the love unconditional. Everything is included. Nothing left out. So if you wish, now we can move on to a neutral person, someone we don't know well. That hope you could use the same one you've been using during these times. Bringing them to mind. If you haven't been connecting so much with a neutral person, you could use an easy person of some kind. Somebody that you don't have too much attachment to how things are. We're starting easy. So we bring this person to mind and connect with them with whatever Brahma Viharas calls us, is easiest for us.
And then we can drop in some equanimity phrases and see what happens. We're exploring the heart. If there's attachment or resistance, that's our teacher. If there's spaciousness, then that's also our teacher. I hold the joys and sorrows of your life in my spacious heart. You are the owner of your actions. Your happiness and sorrow depend upon your actions and not my wishes for you. I care about you and I know that I can't control how things are for you. Finding the phrase that has that flavor for you of spaciousness or leans that way. I respect that you have your own life to live. I release any attachment to how things are for you. This is how things are right now. So finding one that resonates and bringing it to mind saying the words or maybe just feeling the flavor of the words and seeing what happens in the heart. And again, if it starts feeling too cool, you can add back in one of the other Brahma Viharas for a while. Then back to the equanimity phrase.
And if you wish, bringing to mind a good friend or easy person. Again, connecting with them through your favorite Brahma Vihara. And if you wish, bringing in an equanimity phrase that resonates for you. You are the owner of your karma. Your happiness and sorrow depend upon your karma and not my wishes for you. I hold the joys and sorrows of your life in my spacious heart. I respect your sovereignty. I release my attachment to how things are for you. I honor that you have your own life to live. I care for you, but I can't control your happiness and sorrow. And again, we're exploring the heart. We're seeing what effect this intention has, this intention towards equanimity. There's no right answer. The right answer is is learning from our own heart.
if at any point it gets too tangled, you can go back to perhaps a neutral person or somebody that that it's easier to access this uh, spacious heart. You go back to what's easy to remind your heart of that quality, and then you bring it to the more difficult categories, people who are more challenging in this aspect. So if you wish, we'll move on then to somebody that you feel quite attached to how things are for them. They absolutely must be happy or you're not going to be happy. Or perhaps you have um, kind of a desire to control their life and how things are for them. So this would be the difficult person in this category and equanimity. And again, if it gets too tangled, you can go back to somebody easier, but it's good to give it a try and see what happens to the heart. And so we can start again with uh, connecting, warming the heart, establishing our connection with this person or being. And then bringing in an equanimity phrase that you connect with. You are the owner of your karma. Your happiness and sorrow depend upon your actions and not my wishes for you. I hold the joys and sorrows of your life in my spacious heart. This is the way things are right now. 
I care for you, but I can't control your happiness and sorrow. I honor that you have your own life to live. I release my attachment to how things are for you. Things are as they are. Then we can end with opening up to a sense of all beings in this world, however you connect with that. And again, connecting with your favorite Brahma Vihara to all beings, with all beings.
Bringing an equanimity, if you wish. All beings are the owners of their karma. Their happiness and sorrow depend upon their actions and not my wishes. I hold the joys and sorrows of this world in my spacious heart. Things are as they are. Ending our Brahma Vihara practice tonight by coming back to ourselves, to sitting here in this hall together, and perhaps just feeling how it is for your heart right now after doing that practice, whether there's a sense of letting go in spaciousness or whether other emotions have been touched. Perhaps attachments have become more apparent through doing the equanimity practice. However your heart is right now, connecting with it, allowing, caring, enjoying, May the love that we develop, the unconditional love that we develop through our Brahma Vihara practice, may it be a healing balm for our own hearts, for all those around us and whom we contact. And may it spread outwards in all directions touching all beings everywhere.
Thank you for listening. To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed, please visit dharmaseed.org slash donate.